What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name's Kyle. It's Friday morning, August 4th. We're going to be going over Matthew Barry's 100 facts you need to know before you draft. He's now with NBC Sports. I think this is his second year with NBC Sports. And this is something that he's done for a long time, going back to his days with ESPN. So we're going to hop into a screen share here. I'm going to basically just read through his top 100 facts and let's just have fun doing it. I did put the link uh, to the article in the description. I'm probably going to post it in the comments too. So if you guys want to check it out, uh, he does have a nice little write-up here. With it's, it, He writes articles. He writes a nice little write-up here, but I'm going to just skip that for now and let's go find his number one facts and let's get it going here. He's, he, he writes a lot, um, uh, but we're almost there. So here we go. <clears throat> Number one, three seasons ago, Stefan Diggs joined the Buffalo Bills. Number two, since then, Josh Allen has nine different games with at least 300 yards passing and 40 rushing yards. No other quarterback in the NFL has more than five games in that stretch. Okay, so I like Josh Allen in the Buffalo Bills passing offense. Matt Berry seems to do as well. Uh, number four, in week 13 of last season, Lamar Jackson sprained his ACL and didn't play for the rest of the year. From weeks one to two, Lamar was the fifth best quarterback in fantasy. In the history of the NFL, only two quarterbacks have ever had multiple games where they ran for over 100 yards and threw for three touchdowns in the same game. Number seven, one of them was Pete Layden of the 1948 New York Yankees. The other is Lamar Jackson, who did it multiple times just last year, and he's actually done it four times in his career. Uh, number eight, Lamar has at least 750 yards rushing in four straight seasons, and he's averaged at least 20 points per game in three of the last four years. This year, the Ravens announced Todd Munkin as their new offensive coordinator. Over the last three years, Munkin's Georgia Bulldogs were top six in the nation in points per game and yards per play. This offseason, the Ravens signed Odell Beckham, drafted Zay Flowers in the first round, and are excited to get Rashad Bateman back from injury to join Mark Andrews in the passing attack. Um, so I think that's the end of the Ravens. Yeah. So Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, I think you want to be interested in that offense for sure. Uh, number 13 last year, there were only three QBs in the NFL to throw for at least 4,000 yards, throw for at least 25 touchdown passes and run for at least five touchdowns. Those three quarterbacks are Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Trevor Lawrence. Number 15, over the past decade, there have been seven different QBs that were drafted number one overall and played a third season in the NFL. 16, all seven of these QBs averaged more fantasy points per pass attempt in their in year three than they did over their first two years. So year three QBs is something that we want to keep an eye on. This year is year three for Trevor Lawrence. The Jaguars brought back every key offensive player this offseason and added Calvin Ridley. And Trevor Lawrence was QB 11 last year. So I like Trevor Lawrence. I think we are interested in the Jags offense for sure. Number 17, Last year, Justin Herbert was top three in the NFL in pass attempts and passing yards per game. He did that while being only 26th out of 33 qualified QBs in average depth of target. This year, the Chargers drafted six foot four Quinton Johnston, who averaged 18.9 yards per catch in his college career. For his career, Justin Herbert is top five in completions and pass attempts 15 plus yards or deeper. Over the past two seasons, under new offensive coordinator Kellen Moore, Dak Prescott was top five in touchdown rate. So hinting at uh, Kellen Moore changing the Chargers offense here, more downfield shots, Quentin Johnston, healthy Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer, there's the four more touchdowns and more yards coming in the LA Chargers offense. 
Number 22, last year, Justin Fields set an NFL record for single season games with at least 80 yards rushing, a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. In 12 of his final 13 games last year, Justin Fields had at least 45 yards rushing. He, in his last eight games, Fields completed 63.1% of his passes and was on target for 82.7 of them. Uh, in, his in six of his final nine games last year, Justin Fields had at least 20 plus fantasy points. This offseason, the Bears traded for DJ Moore, whose 1.7% drop rate last year was fifth lowest of all receivers who saw at least 100 targets. Last year, no QB had a better, I guess that's the end of the, the Justin Fields. So number 27, last year, no QB had a better TD to int ratio than Jared Goff. Since week 13 of 2021, when Amon Ross St. Brown burst onto the fantasy scene, Jared Goff is fit in fantasy points per pass attempt. Last year, Goff was top 10 in the NFL in passing attempts. He was also top 10 in passing yards per game and top five in touchdown passes. This upcoming season's from week uh, this upcoming season from week 11 to 18, Goff will play six of his final games indoors. He'll also play December 30th game at Dallas where they have a retractable roof. Uh, last year in games that were indoors, Jared Goff averaged 20.6 fantasy points per game. Um, and I think that's the end of the Jared Goff things, but Jared Goff is going way too cheap. He's a top 12 QB this year and he's being drafted way too cheap right now. I think he's being like, he's like quarterback 17 or 18 off the board. So I like Jared Goff. I love Amon Ross St. Brown and that Lions offense. Number 33, last year, only Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow averaged more than 20.6 fantasy points per game. In two seasons with uh, Arthur Smith as his offensive coordinator, Derrick Henry had 718 touches. Henry had at least 1,500 rushing yards and 15 touchdowns each of those seasons. Last year, under head coach Arthur Smith, no team in the NFL had more RB rushing yards than the Atlanta Falcons. Since 2012, six running backs have been taken with a top 10 overall pick. Those six running backs averaged 295 touches in their rookie seasons. And last year, Falcons lead running back Tyler Algier got 226 touches. So in the last decade of the six running backs drafted in the first round to have many, that many touches, five of them finished as a top seven running back in points per game. In his last season at the University of Texas, Bijan Robinson had 277 touches for 1,894 yards and 20 touchdowns. Um, draft Bijan Robinson is what Matt Barry's trying to say. Number 47 for his career, Ezekiel Elliott averages 21.1 touches per game. Last year, Zeke had 248 total touches. As of this writing, Ezekiel Elliott is no longer a member of the Dallas Cowboys. In 13 career games where he has gotten at least 15 touches, Dallas Cowboys running back Tony Pollard averages 19.6 points per game. Last year, Tony Pollard had 12 carries inside an opponent's 10-yard line, tied for 30th among running backs. Last year, Tony Pollard had nine rushing touchdowns, which is amazing. Uh, last year, Ezekiel Elliott had 26 carries inside an opponent's 10-yard line, tied for third most among running backs. It says, please go see number 49. As of this writing, Ezekiel Elliott's no longer a member of the Dallas Cowboys. Zeke had a ton of touches. He had 26 carries inside the 10-yard line last year. Tony Pollard could lead the league in rushing touchdowns. I think that's what Matt Barry's trying to say. Uh, number 55, over the last two seasons, there are only four running backs to have at least 300 receiving yards and at least seven rushing touchdowns. They are Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, and James Conner. As of this writing, James Conner is the only one of them being drafted outside the first three rounds. 57, last year, only four RBs had at least four games with 65 yards rushing and four receptions. They are CMC, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Ramondre Stevenson. 58, Ramondre's 17% target share last year was third highest among running backs. 
59. Ramondre Stevenson had 15 plus touches in 14 of 17 games. Since 2017, no team averages more PPR points per game from the RB position than the New England Patriots. So we like that for Ramondre. Number 61 here, with Damien Harris moving on to Buffalo, the Patriots' current running back room contains Pierre Strong, who has 10 career carries, 5'6", 190-pound J.J. Taylor, and Ty Montgomery, who since 2018 has more receiving yards than rushing yards. Um, that's the end of that one. No team got more fantasy production from the RB position last year than the Detroit Lions. Jamal Williams is now a Saint. DeAndre Swift is now an Eagle. Running back Jameer Gibbs was selected by the Lions number 12 overall in this year's NFL draft. 11 of the last 12 running backs to be drafted in the first round saw 200-plus touches their rookie season. While the Lions, uh, the Lions the last two years, DeAndre Swift has gotten at least 70 targets each season. Um, again, take, take Jameer Gibbs. Uh, number 66, of the 35 qualified QBs last year, Jared Goff ranked 34th in average depth of target, meaning he targets short area uh, passes. Uh, 67, in each of the last two seasons, Jameer Gibbs was one of just three backs in all of college football with at least 35 catches and 700 rushing yards. Um, take Jameer Gibbs, folks. <laughs> uh, last year, Samaji Piran had four games where he got at least 10 touches. In those games, he averaged 21.3 points per game. Last year, 21.3 fantasy points per game would have been good for the second best running back in fantasy. Um, in five of his final six seasons with the Saints, Sean Payton gave at least 150 touches to multiple running backs. Samaje Piran now plays for Sean Payton on the Denver Broncos. From 2013 to 2021, no team had a higher running back target share than Sean Payton's New Orleans Saints. For his career, Samaje Piran has caught 82.8% of his targets. He's a really good receiving back. They're going to bring Javante Williams along a little bit, a little bit slowly. Samaj P. Ryan uh, is a pretty solid pick this year. He's not a sexy pick, but he's going to do the dirty work for Sean Payton's offense. Number 72, last year, Cooper Cup was the 23rd best receiver in fantasy football. He only played in nine games. He scored more points than Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, and Juju Smith-Schuster, all of whom played 16-plus games. On a per-game basis last year, once again, no wide receiver averaged more fantasy points than Cooper Cup. Um, since week 13 of 2021, among wide receivers, Amon Ross St. Brown is the third best wide receiver in fantasy. Only Justin Jefferson and Devonta Adams have more total points. In the 13 games last year where he got eight plus targets, St. Brown averaged 19.3 points per game. That would have been wide receiver five last year on a points per game basis ahead of Stephon Diggs and Jamar Chase. I'm coming around to St. Brown being a top five receiver this year. Uh, number 77 here says the Lions were top 10 in passing attempts last year. Draft Amon Ross St. Brown, guys. It's going to be a good year. Number 78, <clears throat> TJ Hawkinson is now a Viking. DeAndre Swift is now an Eagle. Jamison Williams is suspended for six games. The Lions didn't draft a wide receiver this year until round seven. Continued drafting Amon Ross St. Brown. Number 79, last year Chris Olave saw more than five targets 11 different times. In those games, he averaged 15.1 points per game. Last year, 15.1 points per game would have been wide receiver 13. Uh, last year, Olave's 14.2 average depth of target was fifth in the NFL. He averaged eight targets per, per game. Uh, over the last two seasons, five players had an average depth of target of 12 plus yards while averaging eight or more targets per game. Their per game finishes of those five receivers, wide receiver three, four, six, eight, and 13. Speaking of Olave's 14.2 average depth of target, this year the Saints brought in QB Derek Carr. Over the last two years, Carr ranks top five in the NFL in deep ball rate and deep completions. Starting in week two last year, I guess this changes things. So essentially, Derek Carr and Chris Olave, it's a good match. Olave has a chance to be a top 12 wide receiver this year. 
Number 85, starting in week two last year, A.J. Brown averaged 8.3 targets per game, a 27.7% target share, 4.9 receptions, 83.8 yards per game, and 17.1 fantasy points per game. Um, starting in week two last year, Devonta Smith averaged 8.3 targets per game, a 27.7 target share, 5.9 receptions, 74.8 yards per game, and 15.9 fantasy points per game. Uh, A.J. Brown is currently being drafted over 22 picks ahead of Devonta Smith. Interesting. Last year, once he joined the Vikings, T.J. Hawkinson averaged 9.4 targets per game and was the second best tight end in fantasy through week 17 with 14.1 fantasy points per game. Adam Thielen had 107 targets last year for the Vikings. Adam Thielen is now Carolina Panther. Since 2019, Darren Waller ranks fourth among tight ends in yards per route one run. In that time frame, he has the third most receptions on crossing routes. Last year, Daniel Jones targeted crossing routes at the third highest rate per next-gen stats. Last season, Gerald Everett was a top eight, was top eight in the NFL among tight ends and targets, red zone targets, and receptions. The last two years, under his former offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, Dalton Schultz was top five among tight ends in both receptions and touchdowns. Schultz was tight end seven in fantasy points per game over that stretch. Gerald Everett. Uh, Kellen Moore is now the offensive coordinator for the Chargers, coaching both Everett and Justin Herbert. It says, uh, please see fact 17, please see fact 21. I'm assuming that's attached to Justin Herbert in his, in his touchdown rate going up and his yards going up as well. Uh, 95D, Gerald Everett is routinely drafted outside of round 13 and outside the top 15 tight ends on all major platforms. 96, last year, Tyler Higby's 20.9% target share was the third highest among tight ends. He was top five among tight ends in targets, red zone targets, and receptions. He was the sixth best tight end in fantasy. He's being drafted as tight end 13 to 15 and in the 13th round or later on every major platform. And last but not least, the Rams' current pass catcher depth chart includes Cooper Cup, injured, Van Jefferson, Ben Skoronek, Tutu Atwell, Demarcus Robinson, and Puka Nakua. So Tyler Higby might be a value. But hey, that was it. That was fun. You guys can check out the article for yourself and reread it if you wish. Um, you guys can uh, like the video, subscribe if you're new to the channel. And yeah, thank you guys for your time. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Peace. Mm -hmm.